0: Welcome back to other people's lives.
1: Welcome back. How's it going?
0: Uh, I'm a little sweaty right now.
1: You're drenched in sweat. It's
0: humid out in New York, so that's that's why, it, you know, that's the case. It's it's, it's humid. It's summertime. Give me that. I mean, I'm a sweater anyway. I don't yeah. know if I don't think I've ever seen you sweat that much. I do. I mean, at boxing, you know.
1: No, I sweat. Actually, every morning I sweat uh, when I take the train to work, no matter what the weather is. I I hate it.
0: I mean. I just sweat if it gets even close to, like, if, even if it's, like, 70 degrees, I'll
1: sweat. The thing is, if I start sweating and I'm, like, in public, I start panicking that I'm sweating, that, like, I'm going to sweat too much, and then it just pours out of me.
0: Yeah, my my head sweats a lot. Like, my body doesn't sweat a lot. Like, I don't get, like, pit stains, but my my forehead sweats, like, crazy. So, that's why I'm, like, drenched right now. But wow. I got and the AC uh, on. Got yeah. the AC on.
1: That's our episode for this week, guys. We we'll hope see you, guys you enjoyed. Next time. Follow us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I really, I don't know what to say in this intro about this topic. It's an interesting topic. I've actually, so I've seen once on that TLC show, um, Strange Addiction. My Strange Addiction. There was, I know one of the popular ones was a guy who, I guess, was in a relationship with inflatable pool toys, which is... Okay, the situation for today's episode—a strange thing. Yeah, I looked it up. Like I tried to find other people talking about it or forums, and I could not find anything. So it's like, not
0: as common as I don't think some other so. stuff.
1: I don't think so because all I could find was that TLC clip, right? And this guy's like, he brings them everywhere, he eats with them, sleeps with them. It's not sexual. So the the person oh, that emailed not, us today, no. The person who emailed us today, it is not sexual. It is, they're friends essentially. Okay. It's it's comfort. I think he has, he said around 50. That's a lot of friends. That's a lot of, that's more friends than I have. Yeah, me too. Uh, Definitely. I don't know if he keeps them all inflated or not. Where do you have the, the space for that?
0: That's interesting as well. I mean, to me, this sort of makes sense Uh, if i really try to put myself in the frame of mind of that because when you're a kid and you have action figures like you consider them i guess friends in a way because you wake up and you're like excited to play with them and like talk to them you know what i'm saying yeah i mean little
1: voices or whatever keyword when you're a kid right into adulthood though i
0: mean i'm just saying like i get how someone could have a uh, connection to an inanimate object
1: OK, well, I was going to say, is there anything like that in your life that obviously you're not considering it a friend or like in a relationship with it? But right. is there anything that kind of comforts you in a way like an object you have or something you grew up with that? Like I'm, I'm trying to understand that feeling of well, comfort from I, an object.
0: I personally don't, but I do know that some people have that. Like my sister, for instance, she's 30 years old. She has a stuffed animal toy called Bijou, and it's a it's a it's a Dalmatian that has a fire he- uh, fireman helmet on. Okay. And she's had it her entire life. Okay. And she still has it. it. It's crazy because I it's it's funny that we're talking about this now because literally today she decided she's sleeping at my mom's house. And I just happened to be there today. Uh-huh. And she walked in and she had it. And I was like, oh. did you bring that because you were sleeping here? And she's <laughs> like, I usually don't. Because she stays on my mom's, like, you know, periodically or whatever. And I don't see it. But she's like, I, I just, I, I usually don't. But for whatever reason, like, today I realized. So I just, I brought it. Yeah. Like, she always slept with it when she okay. was younger. So it's, like, one of those things. So I guess, in a way, it's kind of like, like, I'm pretty sure if you th- if I threw that out or if I lit it on fire in front of her, like she would be devastated, right, you know. Right, right, And it's just a stuffed animal, so
1: yeah, no, totally. I-, I can understand that connection. Listeners of this podcast who have heard the sex store manager know my fiance has a baby blanket that's sometimes in the bed. Oh yeah, uh, but wraps <laughs> around we, that leg. We won't go there. Uh, so I think I understand that, you know, nostalgic emotional connection. I guess the difference here is. What's the fascination with just a inflatable. particular yeah. object? Because it's not like ones he had from childhood necessarily. Right. It's like if you go into a pool store right now, it's like
0: anything filled with air. I guess. I
1: guess. Like, will you see like a flamingo or a dolphin? And it's like, what does he feel when he yeah, sees yeah, that? For yeah. us, that's just it's just a, a thing. A thing for the pool. For him, what is? Is it feelings? Is it a personality? Do they have backstories? I don't know. And he did mention in the email too of just how devastated he would get if he ever sees one like popped or abandoned so it's like it's almost like owning a dog in a way like you might lose these things one day yeah, kind of, yeah. and then that's tough especially if you've had it for a long time
0: yeah because originally when we first started talking about it i'm like well i guess you know my dog kind of plays that role of uh, a thing that it would be weird if i considered it a friend but it is something that gets me excited and happy when i see it and it makes me feel good when i'm around it and whatnot but i mean it's alive and it's moving around and like yeah you're responsible for its life yeah it can show emotion
1: yeah and exactly
0: but i mean
1: i I don't know it's 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 very interesting i mean i have a ton of questions for this guy and just kind of let's find out before we get to the call we have a couple quick announcements we will not have an episode next week since that is july 4th But don't worry, we're going to be back the week after that. Uh, But we do have a new episode on the Patreon called Get to Know Our Listeners Part 1. Uh, A few of our patrons sent in kind of their personal stories, things about themselves, just Mm -hmm. so we can get a better sense of, you know, who's really listening to the show and uh, what are some of their life experiences and stories. So you'll hear us read and talk about some of the submissions that we got there. So you can check that out at patreon.com slash opl show and let's get into our first sponsor and our
0: first sponsor for today is from brewmate and brewmate is an insulated insulated uh drinkware that is designed to keep your favorite beverages ice cold all day long uh whatever your taste is in beer wine or spirits or whatever uh brewmate makes sure that every sip is the perfect temperature and obviously Uh, If anyone knows anything about me, I'm a big craft beer guy, always drinking, uh, you know, craft beers out of those uh, 16-ounce cans, Um, and BrewMate is amazing for that. And I got the uh, 3-in-1 Hopsulator Trio uh, in matte black. I'm like a classic guy. You know, I like the matte black, Uh, but it's amazing. So, I I mean, and and for me, you know, as someone who drinks a lot of craft beer, if you kind of wait on it, or you're outside and it gets a little hot, it's disgusting, especially it's not, in the summer. It's not good anymore, you know? Nah. So it's, it's nice to have something that keeps it cold and fresh the entire time. And it, it works amazing. And I'm talking about it. You could leave it out for, I don't even know how long, I mean, I don't want to exaggerate and give you some crazy promise, but it keeps it cold. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, I, am just a big fan of the, the Hopsolator.
1: Oh yeah. Um, I appreciate beer, too. I'm actually a big wine guy, so I got the Wine Solator uh, gift set, which actually comes with two uncorked wine tumblers and lids. So it's basically a bottle of wine on the go. It includes an insulated wine canteen, the two glasses. It keeps the drinks at the perfect temperature. Um, It's glass-free, and it's just... You know, perfect for the summer. I'm a big, like, drink-out side guy when I can. Oh, yeah. In the summertime? You know I'm bringing wine to, like, the park, maybe even the beach. Uh, So this is – it's just, like, the perfect travel companion uh, for your drinks. Makes it super easy. And we don't want you guys to settle for warm alcohol. So chill out with your favorite drinks all day long with BrewMate. And all you need to do is visit BrewMate.com, add the code O-P-L – and you'll get 15% off your first order. Uh, seriously, guys, summer's here. Don't settle for warm drinks. Uh, that's 15% off your first order when you go to brewmate, dot com. add code O-P-L.
0: Yeah, and one thing just to note before we wrap that up, the the Hopsided Trio also fits 12-ounce cans. So any type of beer in there, you could fit in there. So, From your craft to
1: your natty ice. Oh, there you, you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, now uh, let's give him a
1: call. Hi. Hey. hey, how's it going? It's good. Awesome, man. Thanks for taking the time to uh, chat today, but we'll, we'll jump right into it. I think, you know, the, the first thing that we want to know is for something like this, how do you even begin to understand that Um, you know, this is an addiction, if you want to call it that, or interest that you have. So basically, do you remember the, I guess, first time you kind of saw an inflatable object and I guess felt or realized, okay, maybe what, what I feel towards this object isn't what everyone's feeling?
2: The first time I saw one was at a family vacation at a pool somewhere in Switzerland. But the first time i felt something for them is uh, actually through one of my old friends he told me about his relationship to them and he kind of brought me into it and then i realized i would also be into that
0: what kind of relationship did he have with them
2: uh he was very into it
0: so he was like friends with them or was it more of a like a
1: intimate relationship
2: it got intimate a lot okay i'm not really about the intimate stuff myself
1: Oh, okay. So it's it's different for different people. So your friend, exactly. your friend, I guess, introducing this to you. What you know? What was his exact situation? How many did he have? Um, and when you say intimate, I mean, what what does that entail exactly? When when it comes to inflatable objects.
2: From what I recall, he had a full basement of them and about two or three hundred in boxes.
1: Whoa!
0: So he had three hundred inflatable uh, friends. I guess we can call them. And yes. uh, they were sort of he, he had like a sexual relationship with them.
2: Some of them, yes. Uh, there are so, some inflatables that have SPHs. It's specifically placed holes. It's basically like a fuck hole inside of an inflatable.
1: Oh well, that makes it convenient. Wait,
0: they make it purposely for that, or they, it's just yes. like.
2: Oh.
1: oh really?
0: So like kind of like a uh, blow up dolls, essentially.
2: Pretty much, yes, but. You can, uh, some people actually add them to regular toys. Uh. Oh.
1: So what are, like, what's the typical inflatable? Can it be anything? Like, I just keep thinking about, um, like, flamingos or, like, a dolphin or those, like, donut ones that everyone likes to for take me, pictures on.
2: For me, it's pretty much anything animal-based, not really, like, an inflatable air mattress or ring. For me, it's, uh, my favorite one right now is a crocodile that I'm, sometimes sleeping with passionately not nsfw ways but it must be able to be suitable and more than a meter big three for me
1: okay well so i guess walk us through your friend i guess introducing this world to you and obviously he had to show you his collection and explain everything to you so when he was Basically showing you all of this what what was the feeling that you had or what what you what drew you to it Or made you realize that maybe you would have the same connection
2: At the time of knowing him I was very lonely at home and I was pretty much not accepted at school or at home So I it was more or less of a way out for me to have something to love in real life something physical to cuddle or hug
0: So now that you kind of you know did when you first like dip your toe into the world of like, okay I'm into this sort of thing um, can you describe the feeling of when you see an inflatable uh, object and sort of like what's going through your mind? Because, you know, for for me personally, when I see an inflatable, I think of like, okay, this is just like a, a thing for the pool or something. So kind of explain like what is going through your mind when you see one in the store.
2: The first thing I think about is, uh, hey, do I have this in my collection? And if no, uh, I might think about what type it is or what manufacturer it is. And if I would maybe like to get it someday, but I've never really felt jealous of someone having others that uh, some place having inflatables that I don't own yet.
0: How many do you have in your collection
1: currently?
2: Currently, I have 78 recently counted.
1: 78. Nice. That's impressive. Where do you keep all of them? And are they all inflated or are some deflated? There's not enough space for all of them. I was going to say, must live in a mansion. <laughs> yeah. They're
2: both... uh, I have two giant IKEA boxes on rolls which I store in the corner of the room.
1: So how many do you keep inflated at any given time? Is it just one at a time? Is it
2: multiple? It's usually one to five. And
1: do you kind of have a rotation where you switch them
2: out? I go by feeling Hmm. what I feel
1: like.
0: So what are the five you currently have that are inflated?
2: Uh, Currently it's only one inflated and that's the crocodile I told you about.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay, is there a specific reason why you just felt like a connection to the towards this one?
2: I felt like I just didn't take him out in a long time, and then I would just, you know, have him some airtime.
1: Hmm. So when did you get your first one? Just kind of bringing it back to you know your friend showing all this to you. Um, you know, when did you make the decision to get your very first inflatable, and then? how did that relationship start? Like you, you come, you buy an inflatable, you decide this is the one I want to start with. You bring it home. And then how does that relationship begin to form? What do you do with it exactly? Um, yeah, I guess just kind of walk, walk us through that, that first one.
2: So the first inflatable I got was one, uh, uh an Intex Toonie shark. You might've seen one. It looks really evil and it has kind of a frosted skin. Um, I got it back in 2010, I believe that's, a uh, the day I, on my birthday, and pretty much I took it home, inflated it at home, and I'm the type of guy that needs to accumulate to something if it's new. So I I pretty much let it stay in the room for a few days, get used to it, see what happens, and just tried out stuff.
0: When you say tried out stuff, what do you what do you exactly mean by that?
2: Well, I would cuddle at night. I would just hug him a couple of times, or just sit on him with my phone
1: so what's the feeling if if you can describe it that an inflatable gives you because we were talking about this in the introduction um just because this is obviously so foreign to us and like joe said if if we see an inflatable or if we see most objects um if we just kind of see it for the purpose that it serves like is this a pool toy is this you know whatever it may be um but what is that feeling exactly is it you mentioned you were you're know, at a place where you are lonely when you discover them. So is it comfort? Is it companionship? Do you view them as, you know, friends or family? Can you kind of talk a little bit about, you know, the, the feelings and emotions that these bring out in you?
2: Some of them have gone close to family, but I also feel a lot of comfort when I hug them in, in stress situations. When I come home from a bad day, I just need to hug one of them. Mm. It, just ha- calms me. it just calms me down a lot. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Do you think this has any effect on your relationship with other uh, humans? I guess. Do you feel more reliant on uh, inflatable, you know, animals as opposed? So you feel like I don't necessarily need, uh, you know, another person.
2: I wouldn't say that it would impact my life personally because I have a boyfriend. He's currently with me in the room, silent, but. I could go without inflatables for a while. It's hard, but I could do it. I'm not totally reliant on them.
1: Yeah. Also, I love when we talk to people that have found a partner that they're completely open with. Right. And, and appreciate and understand, you know, whatever their quote-unquote thing yeah. is. So, he, that, it totally. he doesn't have to say anything, but good for that guy. <laughs>
0: what, what was his reaction? Like, how did you kind of, like, come out to him and tell him, like, like oh, okay, this is something that I'm into?
2: First of all, I was kind of subtle about it, but at the end, he was pretty interested in it. But uh, nowadays, he's just you do you, I do me. But he's also supportive of it at times. Does he interact with them as well? Sometimes, yes. I see him uh, on the couch laying down when he's with his phone and just calling one of them.
1: Huh? Is the so in the room with you now? It's your boyfriend. Is the crocodile there too?
2: Yes, it is. Nice. Hmm.
1: Do you? So I guess one big question I had is we actually spoke to someone a while ago when we first started the show who had an addiction to stuffed animals. So I can see some similarities there. And I know for her, what was really big was their backstories, their personality. So it was really giving them, um, you know, a a past and a history. Do you do that with the inflatables? Uh, You know, there's also so many of them. Are you even able to do that with all of them? Or are they just kind of, you know, there for comfort and don't necessarily have personalities or backstories or anything like
2: that. I don't really go beyond naming the special ones. I I can't really name all of them, but uh, do have some of them.
0: What's the crocodile's name?
2: It doesn't have one yet.
0: Ah, interesting.
2: I wanted to leave that to you guys.
1: No oh, you way! Want, you that's, want us to name it? Really? Yeah. That's a lot of responsibility. What's the
0: first name that comes to your head right now? Boom! Go. R J Barrett. R J Barrett. You can't do that. <laughs>
1: uh no the first name that comes to my
0: first one that came to my name
1: first one that came to my head was harold for some reason harold yeah i don't know why you know harold's Harold's like a friendly name yeah harold's a nice guy That is a friendly name i i was i said rj barrett he's a basketball player that just got drafted by the Knicks. (laughs) but that wasn't really the first name that came to mind but the first name i came to mind i'm that came to mind i'm afraid to give away because i want to name my kid it all right do you know it oh, okay. i
0: I think you told me once but i forgot but i the first one that came to my mind when you first said that was harold for some reason okay but i think that's a a, a personable name
1: would you name it harold
2: i would name it harold yes oh wow
0: all right well okay if that ends up being the name then uh, you know yeah. I'm, I'm honored to be a part of the process there so of, of of the 78 i believe that you said uh inflatables that you have how many of them do you think you gave a, a name to so how many are like special to you
2: about three or four no more oh, including so... harold <laughs>
0: <laughs> so not that many so there's only a few so what are the other ones that are like the the special ones that mean something to you and and why do they mean something to you
2: i have um an Intex realistic shark it's like one of those gray realistic print sharks you might have seen uh I've named it Federico because he's pretty much found uh, he's been a companion to me on any trip I've had so I've been in, on a cruise ship before in the southern seas he's been there with me I've been to a summer camp before he's been there with me too hmm. and he's been to Paris with me as well multiple times
0: So when you go on vacation you're you're packing these inflatables into your luggage Oh yeah hmm. Do you think that you could you could uh You know go without them or it would just be like a very tough thing
2: i could go without them but not more for two days otherwise it starts to hurt
1: yeah well so what is that you just mentioned hurt do you miss them when you're away from them like are they kind of always in your mind if uh if you're not home with them or or if you don't have them with you exactly and so what kind of is it similar to the way you you would miss a person you think
2: it's pretty much the same way.
1: So like, and I don't want to get dark here, but I am, but (laughs) this is like the only way I can form this question is like, if, if I were to walk in the room right now and I had like a knife or a pen on me or something and I stabbed Harold with it and deflated
2: it, what feel, what would you feel? I would feel deeply hurt to be honest, betrayed almost. I've had a similar situation recently where me and my boyfriend were in an argument and then he would he would um, threaten me with stabbing one of my inflatables. Oh, wow. I threatened him back with uh, telling him that he can grab his hand from the wall with the knife that he wanted to stab him. <laughs> so oh. I'm very protective.
0: <laughs> uh, but would it make you feel better to know that even if he stabs it, you can kind of put like tape over the hole, blow it back up. Is that still the same? Or do you feel like it's not the same after that?
2: I have a whole repair kit with vinyl cement and PVC sheets and everything. Oh, wow. But I still see it's for me, it's still the same, whether they're holes or not. It shows the story behind them, Mm -hmm. what happens.
1: Why do you think it's just inflatables that you have this feeling towards and why not something like stuffed animals or teddy bears?
2: I think it's dependent on the size of them and how they, how soft they feel sometimes on the skin.
1: Hmm. So it's just that that feeling that an inflatable object can give you that other things really can't. Because now that I think about it, it like it's a very unique feel. You know. Yeah. Just like the sound, the feel. I don't know. I like. I kind of want to touch one now. <laughs> do you feel? Do you find it
0: to be like comforting? Because I think most people would feel like you know you know, a fuzzy blanket or like a dog or something that's something that's more like soft, I guess. With this, with inflatables, it's more like, I guess, hard, plasticy feel. Um, do you enjoy the, the feeling of it?
2: I do, but there are also some inflatables that are really soft to the touch. For example, from Happy People, the alligator.
0: Oh, they have an alligator that's
1: more softer than just like your. It's
2: not just like the, the plastic feel? Yeah, the softest one
1: I've touched. Oh, wow. Hmm. Um, so you mentioned your boyfriend, um, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Obviously, he knows about it. He is okay with it. Have you ever received any backlash from friends or family
2: about this? Uh, I haven't told it to my father yet, but I would expect backlash from him as he is the toxic type. The toxic type, you said? And other, yeah. And I haven't told it to any other friends that I have.
1: You just don't think that they that they would understand it? Most of them don't care. Yeah.
0: Well, do you think that it plays such a like important role in your life that, you know, I mean, if, if your close friends don't necessarily notice, then I'm assuming that they're not just like, you know, the inflatables are always around in your living room or, you know, wherever. You kind of can have them kept away. And then in the time that you want to enjoy them, you kind of take them out. Is that fairly accurate or are they always around
2: they're pretty much always around most of the time i forget to that they're even there when some people visit
0: huh does anyone ever ask you like hey what's with this inflatable like did you have like a
1: pool party or something
2: some people have asked i just say don't ask about it that's it
1: oh okay so there's a chance they might sort of know but it's like a don't ask don't tell sort of thing yeah they speculated
2: it's more of a sort of thing that i don't want to explain the entire story (laughs) yeah Right. Except to us. Well, so thank you for <laughs> thank you
1: for that. Um do you ever plan on telling your father, or do you feel like it would be easier to just never have that conversation?
2: I would rather not have contact with him anymore.
1: Oh, okay. So it goes deeper than uh than that. Yeah. Got it. Uh I won't ask any more questions about that. But do you feel like if you're do you feel like you can't enjoy them to their full potential if you aren't completely open about them
2: or do you not feel that way? I feel that there is still a bit of potential to enjoy them to their fullest. Uh, Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, another question I had was, you know, you talked about your friend who has a lot and you said has sexual relations with them. Uh, why Why isn't that the case for you? Is it something you tried and didn't enjoy? Or you just never even wanted to try? You just never had that feeling?
2: I've never really wanted to try. I was disgusted by the thought of doing sexual things with these harmless things.
0: Hmm. Are you still I've friends with this? Every... Are you still no, friends I've
2: with... lost contact with him as well due to my father.
0: Okay. I don't know. So you kind of felt like that was not the right thing to do with these things. But you sort of felt a... Connection to them in a more friendly sort of way
1: Exactly mm. Okay, so it's so he, he kind of viewed them I guess got a completely different vibe than the one that you get mm. which which is cool that there's You know layers to even this you know something as specific as inflatable objects. It's it's different for people who enjoy them Yeah, and and you don't ever plan on on trying anything sexual with them.
2: No, okay, you never have I would in the never. past? Nope, I would never Okay,
0: I couldn't even
2: if I wanted to. (laughs) And I wait. What do you mean by that? I couldn't really hurt them at all. Sometimes, if I see an inflatable, recently I've seen a video of uh, people in in Iceland where they flew uh, where they went with a giant icebreaker ship through the ice patches, and then as a joke, the YouTuber took an Intex sea turtle, which is an inflatable, and just put it on the ice river and started drifting over it and just left it there as they left the area. And that hurt a lot for me.
1: Oh, wow. Does that feel like you're watching almost like someone you know or something you care about get like Like actually get hurt or killed even? Yeah. Wow.
0: And why do you think that is? I mean, because, I mean, at the end of the day, that's not necessarily like the majority of you know, people have that feeling towards inflatable. So why do you think that you have this deep connection to them that if you watch a video where they get left behind in some sort of, you know, video like that, some social experiment or whatever the hell it was, uh, why do you think you feel that way towards them?
2: It's probably because of the circumstances I was under a few years ago as I got my first inflatable, the loneliness and how I stronger, uh, connected stronger to it due to that.
0: So you feel like you were just in a bad place, so these things kind of, you know, filled a void for you, so you feel like um, you, you're protective in a way of them?
2: Yes. Okay.
1: Would you say that you're in a better place overall since they came into your life? For sure. And, and you thank them for that?
2: I don't really have them to thank for it. Uh, I also have my boyfriend to thank, who took me out of compression, uh, depression completely. Mm-hmm. But they definitely helped a lot.
1: Okay. And now, is this something that you think, like, will you have them around for the rest of your life? Is it going to come to a point where eventually you want to kind of decrease your collection and maybe only keep a couple and then eventually none? Or no no plans to uh, stop collecting them?
2: There are some plans underway right now where I'm selling some, pretty much half of my collection to get not that many because it's starting to become overwhelming.
1: Yeah. Okay, so that, that's interesting.
0: So you're, you're trying to, like, wean off of, you know, collecting so many. But do you think you'll always have for the rest of your life, like, you know, your top three inflatables and just kind of keep them around because they make you feel good?
2: Yeah, Harold's staying for sure. He's the OPL alligator. I love that. That's His so cool. His name's Harold. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know why that name popped up. I don't know anyone with it that works. name. It
2: works. Yeah. It really works for some reason. I don't know anyone with that name.
0: Also,
1: but... if you're willing... To email us a picture, uh, we we would love to see what Harold looks like. Oh yeah, of course. Can do. And we could share if I mean totally up to you, we could share with the um listeners on Instagram as well. But we obviously don't have to if you don't want us to. I don't mind. Cool. Alright. So everyone will get uh get to see what Harold looks like. <laughs> um but yeah, just before we wrap up, you did uh I think in the email you mentioned the um that TLC show, strange my strange addiction how they have yeah. the inflatable episode but you said it wasn't you didn't think it was exactly accurate or didn't kind of represent um i guess that world the best that it could uh what, what were some of the issues you had with that uh
2: the main issue i found is that it would just uh narrow down on one single type of inflatable lover or liker because as you said there's a giant spectrum of them we in many many layers
1: yeah no totally which was uh it's it's definitely eye-opening but makes a lot of sense cool um is there anything that we didn't cover that you want to share
2: i wanted to share my recent biggest inflatable
0: for sure let us know about it
2: well it's an inflatable dragon from inflatable world her name is sylvia cost about 150 dollars
0: whoa must be huge
2: It's about 11 and a half foot long whoa and is gigantic you it, it almost doesn't fit in the apartment here i was gonna say that is a
0: <laughs> huge inflatable
2: i could send a picture too yeah, yeah definitely ta- send a picture ta- of that
1: and and you've blown that one up already yep wow i have
2: a video of it on my youtube channel
1: oh nice that's oh actually i was gonna ask too um just since you mentioned youtube channel is is there a community Around this, where you've been able to connect with other people who have similar interests,
2: I haven't actively searched out for a community because it's been kind of a social anxiety thing for me, mm-hmm. where I had problems with other people and what they would think of me in the community. But there are some YouTubers out there who do such things, like Heath Dragon.
0: Okay, interesting. Cool, Dad. Yeah, definitely send us pictures of those. We we would love to take a look and 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 see
2: yeah
1: yeah thanks for being you know so honest and uh straightforward really answered all our questions
2: uh, thank you all right we appreciate it, man. you have a good
0: day
1: thank you you too all right and bye to harold <laughs> take it easy it says bye too <laughs> before we get to our final thoughts uh let's get into the sponsors for today Our next sponsor is KiwiCo. KiwiCo is a subscription box for your kids that's fun, educational, and helps them develop creative confidence to change the world. So we know that we have a lot of parents out there that listen to the show. So this is an awesome way uh, for your kids to basically learn while they play. And KiwiCo creates super cool hands-on projects for kids uh, to make learning about STEAM fun. STEAM being science, technology, uh, engineering, art, and math. Uh, like I said last time, I was actually waiting for a box to arrive to give to my 11-year-old cousin, and it did. It was the Doodle Crate, uh, which is part of KiwiCo, and it was a make-your-own message machine. So, this is literally comes with all the parts to basically assemble uh, a machine that allows you to craft beautifully lettered messages and uh, dispense them. So. I'm going to get my cousin's feedback, obviously, but just looking through this when it arrived, um, it looks super fun. Like I honestly wanted to play with this thing uh, (laughs) and kind of assemble this machine and it helps you uh, basically with your letters, your writing, um, basically write these messages and create this machine that, you know, dispenses them. Not, you know, not your typical playtime that you're going to get with uh, other toys. So really cool that it's fun. It's educational. Uh, We know as parents, you're, super busy. You're always on the go. It can be tough to, uh, do everything that you need to do and then get the quality time to, you know, work on projects, uh, with your kids. So KiwiCo has got that covered.
0: Um, and to get this convenient and affordable way to encourage your children to be anything they want to be, uh, just go to KiwiCo, uh, KiwiCo.com OPL to get your first month free. Um, Every day counts when it comes to making a difference. So don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Again, just go to kiwico.com/opl and get your first month free. That is kiwico.com/opl. Our next sponsor is Purple Mattress. Um, you know, sleep obviously is very important. Uh, I know for me personally, literally two days ago, I had to sleep in my mom's house for some reason, and my God sleeping on like a spring mattress is one of the worst things in the world and it's hot for some reason they radiate heat to me for some reason i don't know why but i was sweating it was like the worst night uh of sleep in the world and it affects you for like the next two days like i just got my sleep back together um so we all know how important sleep is for your not only your mood but oh your overall health also and if you're struggling to get a good night's sleep you've got to try a purple mattress
1: yeah, guys, and Purple Mattress, it's not going to feel like anything you've ever experienced before. And that's because it uses a brand new material that was developed by actual rocket scientists. Whoa! Uh, so it's not like, you know, that memory foam that you're used to seeing. Uh, purple Mattress has a material that feels very unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time. Uh, So it's that perfect balance that keeps everything supported uh, while still feeling comfortable. And it's breathable, so it sleeps cool. Uh, If you sweat while you sleep, you're definitely going to want a purple mattress. That will help with that. And uh, you get a 100-night risk-free trial. So if you're not fully satisfied, you can return the mattress for a full refund. So seriously, there's no reason not to try this out. Uh, It's backed by a 10-year warranty and free shipping and returns. Uh, You're
0: going to love purple, trust me. And right now, our listeners will get a free purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text OPL to 84888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text OPL to 84888. That's OPL to 84888. Message and data rates may apply all right well we just named a fucking dude
1: check that off your bucket list
0: yeah i just named a, a a crocodile that was a
1: good name i froze up but you uh yeah no you got you nailed it right away i
0: don't know why it was the first name that came to my head i was like all right harold and I, I don't know anyone with that name it doesn't mean anything to me it's just harold
1: <laughs> harold the crocodile yeah wow. and it's
0: i feel like it's such a neutral name yeah i'm kind of proud i can no, uh,
1: no dude good for you i can't wait to see what, what i also can't wait like. like, <laughs> i feel and, like i'm uh, seeing a
0: picture of yeah my, <laughs> a kid i'm like a doctor something something. sperm donor yeah, yeah
1: exactly not quite a sperm donor, uh, you know. okay. Uh, yeah okay that's weird but wow also talk about like straightforward dude answers. i felt
0: like we had to be like hyper
1: focused into this he yeah. was, was like
0: it was like all right here's your question he's like here's the answer i was like oh fuck all right no we're back on you know
1: but that's he's a straight- master class in just answering questions
0: you know what that means that means that he is so uh truly about it i feel like yeah. just to have straight up answers like this is the thing you yeah know?
1: not over explaining not no justifying long-winded just, answered
0: it. it's like this is this is what it is i feel know? like
1: we were being yeah, like interviewed
0: yeah in a way <laughs> like when yeah. first I, I, I like sat up straight like oh there's wait a, there's a lot on? of pressure there to be honest <laughs> with you um but yeah no i mean i, I like i said before we started this i, I guess i kind of get it because there are things in life that people would feel weird about like Someone who has a dog, right? You don't have a dog. I have a dog. Mm-hmm. So I maybe I don't I don't know how you feel about dogs or whatnot, but I grew up with dogs, so Oh, okay. Love so dogs. that's a little different. People who have never had a dog before, mm-hmm. they can't understand that a dog becomes a family member. Yes. You know, like when your dog dies, like I'm gonna be distraught for so long because yeah. it's like this has been a, a part of my family, even though I can't talk, it's not a human, it doesn't you know, whatever, but it's become a part of my family, you know? And people yeah. are, people who don't have dogs can't understand that sometimes they don't get it of like it's just a dog you know it's just an animal like you know pets die and it's like yeah it's different when your pet lizard dies but for whatever reason a dog is so much more human than a lizard is yeah or a guinea pig or something you and know? it just
1: does bring joy and comfort like yeah. i'm sure lizards and stuff do for some people but it's like lizards are cool dogs are like they Things. comfort you and yeah. i think when something's been with you through so many moments of your own life, I think that's what makes it harder to lose them.
0: Especially traumatic moments. When Mm -hmm. you have a traumatic moment and you turn to something, because everyone, I mean, everyone listening, they know they have this one thing or a couple of things that during a traumatic time or a bad time or when they're down or whatever, they turn to this thing, Mm -hmm. whether it be like a video of something or this uh, stuffed animal they have or just a routine of some sort. It's like that means so much to you because it picks you up when you're down and for him, it happens to be inflatables because they came into his life at a time where he was going through a traumatic thing. Mm-hmm. So I can see how it means so much to him, and it would it would feel fucked up to watch a video of people being like, "I oh, fuck this thing," like and treating it as yeah. like just like a regular shit when totally. it means so much to me, you know? Yeah. So I I I understand it. Uh, is it strange? And is it. You know, unique. Of course, it's 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 seemingly very uncommon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's not common, but it it is understandable, and I do get it.
1: Yeah, and I understand he does not have sexual relations with them. Right. I could understand the the pushback from some people if he were or his friend who is having sex with these. Um, But for him, it's it's just not that. And yeah, I, I think you're right. I think I think I can understand some of the emotions behind it. I was trying to think on the way over also like uh, there's no objects that like comfort me in that way. But for some reason, like the sounds of like a basketball game or like sports games like on, like even if I'm half paying attention, it just like, I don't know. It just brings me back to childhood almost. And it's just such like a comforting feel of just like, I don't do it often, but if I'm ever just like, okay, I'm just going to sit on the couch and there's like a game on, that I only half care about, but I don't know. I don't know why it's just so many like childhood memories for me and just like a feeling of comfort.
0: Right. And, and to me, like personally, like I don't understand that, you know, because I don't have that same connection with it. Yeah. But I mean, I, I honestly, at this, at this moment, I'm sure if I could really think about it, I could pinpoint something and be like, okay, this is what makes me feel better when I'm going down, when I'm down or like whatever. But, uh, you know, it's exactly the same thing where you say, like, oh, a basketball game or something. Well, on the people TV. do it with anything music,
1: yeah. a favorite artist, exactly. a movie that you watch constantly, a and then show.
0: imagine you, you were like, you know, the artist who, you know, actually, now that I think about it, so like, you know how Mac Miller just passed away? Mm. And, you know, he was someone who, when he was coming up, me and him around the same age. And when he was coming up, that was around the same time where I was kind of like, going through it and sort of mm-hmm. like what am I going I'm trying to figure out my life or what I was doing whatever and the music he was making at that time was sort of like that mm-hmm. and I never re- even realized how much of an impact that had on me until he passed away and then it meant it, it, it like it meant so much more to me and I didn't know I was going to be that upset about it until you know it happened and I was like oh man he's gone now That's interesting. You yeah. know and it, it's kind of one of those things where it's like you know just because you don't particularly have a connection to this artist or their music doesn't mean that i don't and it's not because of the lyrics it's not because of like who they are it's just because of the time that i started listening to it yeah. and like what i was going through and like the connection you make towards that and mm-hmm. maybe some of the lyrics like sort of uh you made you made a connection there mm-hmm. so i so I, it's just like anything else honestly no, in I, that sense
1: i yeah i think this is our best attempt to kind of wrap our, our heads around that feeling i guess you know, of course, what separates this is it's an inanimate object, right? which understandably that's not as common as turning to something like music uh, or movies or anything like that. Guys, the photos just came in.
0: <laughs> this is a big-ass dragon, dude.
1: Wow. That's, a, that's mad cool, though. I don't even think he could fit in the room with that thing.
0: Yeah, that thing is huge, all man right. We're
1: definitely, we're gonna share these on uh, the Instagram At OPL Podcast Yeah, definitely
0: uh, go check out the po- uh, the Instagram Because you gotta see this dragon It is so big See, this is the kind of thing that I would throw into like a lake And like ride it all day
1: Oh, I would ride this so hard, yeah Yeah, I know Drink a few beers on it Hell yeah <laughs> Um. Yeah, see, that's interesting Like now that I'm looking Like we've just been talking about inflatable objects For like the past however long this has been all Right but wasn't looking at any. But, like, now seeing one, it is. It's, like... Ha- it's also how do one you, of those things, like... We see it so differently than he's seeing it.
0: When you're a kid and you have a favorite toy, mm-hmm. or, like, a toy you just got, and you're like, oh, I'm so happy I got this toy, and someone fucks it. Like, not fucks it. Oh, my God. <laughs> someone fucks it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> someone
1: fucks <laughs> What kind of childhood did you have? No,
0: someone fucks it up. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you get so upset because you're like, oh, my God, i was so excited about this and, like, you know, whatever blah 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 so i i get how it's it's exciting to to when you have a hobby and you collect these things and you have this thing it's like oh man and then yeah. to see someone just kind of disregard the entire yeah. thing it's just eh, i
1: think I get yeah I, I think i think we're close enough to trying to understand we'll, yeah. we'll never have the feeling he has no yeah just looking at the thing we're but looking the understanding at right at now least. but uh, yeah i mean i understand it it's I also agree. one of those things it's not hurting anyone it's no it's positive yeah it's a fucking it's a cool
0: inflatable man The thing is fucking huge
1: <laughs> i want to go in a pool so bad, right so, now. bad so bad so oh, bad so bad i
0: don't think i've been in a pool this summer yet
1: uh no i haven't but what the first doing? time i do if there's an inflatable there i'm getting on it. Uh, uh, yeah. Thinking yeah, exactly
0: it. name uh, it harold there's harold <laughs> um anyway guys uh if you want to reach out to us because you think um, you have something that fits for the podcast, definitely reach out to us, go to slash contact uh fill out the form, send us an email, and if it works, we will definitely schedule something out.
1: Yeah, and I I was thinking about this the other day. It's just, you know, we've reached out to some people to get guests on the show, but what is it? 2 years, 2 years now like this show is because of the emails we get just right. from the average person who has a story to tell. It's amazing when you think about it. Like you guys are really The driving force of this show so if you're hesitant if you have something you think you might want to talk about just you know send the email we we at least want to see it we get a lot so we can't get back to everyone but we you know we want to see all of them uh and if we think it's it's a fit then yeah we'll get in touch and record an episode for sure uh But also follow the Instagram at OPL Podcast, Twitter at OPL Show. We have the Patreon if you want to listen to uh, some bonus episodes, follow-ups with other guests and things like that at patreon.com slash OPL Show and leave a rating and a review on iTunes. And that is all. We'll see you guys next time.